There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that <laughs> the Freehouse has right now, yeah. Tina Turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie. Oh my gosh, I think you're so <laughs> right. Now, this is a unique dining experience that they have at the Freehouse all winter long. That's right. As long as there's snow on the ground, you can rent these patio domes. Dawn and I, we're not kidding. This is so cool. Maybe you have a date. Maybe you have a unique, I don't know, family event that you want to spice up. You can rent these patio domes by the hour. They're heated. You can get their full menu in the domes. And you can even get some special items as well. This would be a really cool date kind of thing. Don't you think, Dawn? Oh, absolutely. Wait until at least the third date, and then you might get lucky. (laughs) Maybe the fourth. Maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry. Yes. We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. Any information and such might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything, everything, everything. Well, a few months ago, we heard that there was a Friends reunion special in the works with the entire cast. It was going to air on the upcoming HBO Max service. Well, it might not be happening after all. Deadline.com says the negotiations have come to a standstill with the cast and the studio very far apart on money. Ooh, I wonder how mm. far apart. Yeah, because it's not a matter of them not wanting to see each other or do it because uh, Courtney and Lisa and Jen were all together over the weekend. Um, come on, HBO. Uh, fork out the money. Uh, you the, the numbers you would get, the buzz you would get would be well worth it. For Give sure. them what they want. Yep. Just stop. Yep, mm-hmm. It's Warner Brothers. It's, 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 it, you guys have the money. Stop. Mm-hmm. Rocky Johnson, Hall of Fame wrestler and father of actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has died. He was 75. The cause of death was not released. The Rock has yet to comment publicly on the passing of his dad. I didn't realize he had a famous wrestler dad. I d- okay, uh, thank you. I was feeling a little silly. I didn't know that either. I know he came I, from the WWE. I've actually been to some live 
wrestling performance. That's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> it's showbiz fun. Yeah, fun. it is. Uh, and is correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't The Rock one of the coolest guys in the whole wide world? Totally. He's very kind. Yeah. He's very, very nice. That's I've, what I've heard. Yeah. I've had the pleasure of in-person interviewing him a few times, and he's a total gentleman, a, a very nice man. James Wan, director of the uh, blockbuster Aquaman, is executive producing an HBO Max animated miniseries about the aquatic superhero. There's no word yet on whether any cast members from the live-action adventure will lend their voices to their cartoon counterparts. Dawn's very excited about that because she loved Aquaman <laughs> the movie, right, Dawn? Oh, God. Oh, man, that was something else. I can. Oh, I know I'm probably the only one, but boy, they could have taken some acting lessons before they got up there. And that wig, oh, girl, that wig. Mm. And, uh, Shameful. Speaking of acting lessons, um, Taylor Swift announced on Twitter that her Netflix documentary titled Miss Americana will be coming to the streaming service on January 31st. The doc will premiere next Thursday at the Sundance Film Festival before coming to Netflix. Mm, nice. Mm. Well, there we go, T. Swift. For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get, get out of here. Good morning, everybody, and welcome I'm Jason Matheson, along with Don McLean. Kenny, does it need a last name? He's like Cher and Brother Rob. It is 8.05 on this Thursday, January 16th, 2020. Uh, if you have yet to step outside, go back into your closet. <laughs> grab some thermal wear. Put that on and then go outside because yeah. it is cold, girl. It is very very frigid, and which keeps, is leading... keeps what? getting colder, Jason. It's 9 below now. We started at 7 below. Seriously? So. But nobody's mentioned the wind chill this morning. It's 29 below. Rob? Yeah! Rob? Rob? Go Rob! home right now, Rob. <laughs> Leave the premises. What? I know. <laughs> we're, upsetting, we're, we're upsetting little John. What? I know. Only, only out-of-towners mention the wind chill. But it's a wind chill advisory. We have to mention it. It's being responsible. Oh, oh. my gosh. Have no, you been well. on this station for a while? We don't, <laughs> we don't care about being responsible no. here. No. no. Oh, you know what I thought. Oh, real, real world problems. Oh, B. Arthur on her broom. I am. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I hold on a minute. Let me give her a quick call. I'll, I'll just call her. Do you have a ski mask here. to wear? I don't know. Let's okay. tell her how concerned we are. Yeah, she's Kenny. That's really going to affect her, isn't it? Coming from the coming from the south. This woman. Edina. This woman could melt the North Pole. Though. Just <laughs> her fire breath. Jeez. <laughs> she's going to roll us into voicemail. Sounds I'll leave like her. A, I'll, I'll leave her a kind message, though. Hi, you've reached Amy. Leave a message. Okay, here we go. Hi, um, it's Jace and Dawn and Kenny and Robin. We're we're, we're really concerned about you. Uh, this is a message of love, not hate. Peace and love. Uh, the wind chill. Uh, what's the wind chill again? 
29 below. It's 29 below zero. So uh, take an Uber. Uh, Kenny and I are worried. We're leaving Dawn out of this. Uh, Kenny and I are worried <laughs> about you on your broom with the wind chill. So we'll, we'll, we'll pay for the Uber for you, but you may want to Uber in for me, Dinah. Love you. Yeah, there we go. Okay. See, that's a kind message. Totally. It's the best we can nice. do anyway. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we have a half price deal coming up in a little bit. But right now, you know, the academies in, in, in uh, Dog Do, they're still getting some bad headlines because of this year's nominees. Um, and there's, Don, you read something. Where, where was this? You, you, Kind of had a, a yeah. This was awesome. This was a New Yorker article, and it really shed some light on uh, the, the title is "How to Make the Oscars Relevant Again." And I'm like, well, you know, they're still relevant. What is this person, this writer, talking about? Um, and his name is Richard Brody. He wrote about who's actually voting the, in the Academy, and it really shed some light on who these voters are. Apparently, there are nine thousand people in the Academy, and it was founded in 1927. It included at first 36 members they were all employed and active in the film business at the time um so moving on to the 1970s you're of course accumulating a lot more uh, academy members mm-hmm. uh and the thing about the academy is that it's a lifetime membership once you're in you're in and this gives you voting <sighs> privileges uh and excluding retirement as grounds for non-voting status so what I'm saying is that the people that are in the Academy just had to have worked in the film industry and gotten in at some point, but they're currently not working. And this author, uh, he suggested to make this more relevant. You got to get rid of those people that aren't working anymore. Um, so in the 1970s, they tried to change this. Uh, they wanted to change it uh, for voting for people who were working in the field and you had to have worked in the last five years. And the outcry was extreme. Long, long inactive members um, said that it was like a Nazi enthusi- euthanasia program. That's oh what they, they, they probably what? said. This is like Nazi euthanasia to get rid of us in this way. They were very upset about it. And so they went, okay, okay, fine. We're not going to. We're, we're not going to take away your status as a voting member. So they kind of dropped that. And still to this day, you can be a 97-year-old man and have no idea what the current public likes or wants when it comes to what kind of entertainment they want. It's it's basically a bunch of old white dudes. That's what I'm saying, you know. Uh, well, first of all, the use of bringing a comparison with Nazis about the Oscars is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with it. I'm wondering, though, how do you do it? How do you do it fairly? The 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 weeding out process. Do you put a time limit? Well, they're you know saying I mean? you had to have worked in the last five years. Oh, that's Which I okay. Think that's is fair. the only criteria. Okay, yeah. Okay, sure. And they're saying, you know, this is actually going to change the way, you know, because that way the people that are voting and working, they're telling us what they want to see in their workplace. This is the environment that they want to work in. They want to reward films that are celebrating uh, diversity and, uh, you know, and, and women. And when you remove those people that don't really have a stake in the art anymore then that's going to make the Oscars more relevant. 
Kenny, what do you think? I know yeah. you don't follow the Oscars no, as close, but no, I'm... I think you're dead on. Yeah, especially if you're just completely out of touch and you're you're voting like you like you're voting for judges during our election. You know, and you know, right. ah, I don't know. I like this name. You know, <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't even vote. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the, I, the comparison. Stop it already. Yeah, that's, that's awful. That's you should ridiculous. never compare anything awful. to Stop awful. Yeah. yeah, so inappropriate. Well, I was telling Don, it's ironic that. Don read that article in the New Yorker because I was listening to this was a couple days ago that Alec Baldwin was on Stern and I know everybody doesn't like Alec but I happen to be a fan I think he's a great actor and and he's a, a heck of a guest on a talk show especially Stern because they're legitimate friends and Alec will just say anything mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want if you want to get the truth out of Alec um, let's listen to an interview on Howard anyway and they Howard mentioned this and. Alec, I don't know if Alec was against it per se, but he said he had he had these old timers, these uh, older folks, uh, older members of the academy come up to him. I believe this was in the nineties or, or maybe even the eighties, and they were like, "Thank you for respecting uh, us as older members of the academy. Uh, you do us proud." And Alec said they they take it really seriously, but then. He said, dot, dot, dot. He goes, I have a lot of respect for the Academy. He goes, I do. And I think it's still legitimate. He said, but he knows. And I I wish I could play the clip, but he cut uh, one of them cusses right in the middle of it. He's like, there are some very, very powerful men in Hollywood that still control large blocks of votes. Meaning, you know, these people will be like, okay, well, who does uh, uh, who does uh, Bob want us to vote for he's like Mm -hmm. really powerful men in hollywood really powerful executives still to this day control large bloating of voting blocks of of oscars uh, of oscar votes and i thought now that's gross now that's just that that makes that makes me angry he's like it's not as widespread as it used to be and he's like it's still it still has integrity the voting still has integrity he goes but you're you're naive i'm paraphrasing you're naive to think that this isn't still happening that there aren't big wigs controlling some of the votes if not a, a substantial amount of the votes um and and how do you how do you correct that it's yeah very political that's what i was thinking how do you, do you do you issue tests current event tests like we we talk about doing that for elderly drivers they should retake the the driver's test <laughs> Should should that be what happens or, oh boy. or because, what? Because he said what 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 happens is these these individuals they get these screeners. Oh, because it started with Alec telling Howard that he he decided this year he was going to be laser focused in his voting. Meaning, he goes, you know, I I, I request that they send me DVDs because if you guys don't know, uh, the Academy voters get either now they get a link. And they can watch the right. movie on a protected cryptic uh, cryptic uh, link, or they can get a physical DVD. Alex said he asked this year to get the DVDs, and he goes, and I've I've spent real time watching these movies. He goes, now look, if it doesn't capture me in twenty minutes, then I do skim through it. He goes, but I'm taking it really really seriously this year. And then that's oh that's right that was the catalyst because then he goes and he goes I'm aware of a lot of people who do not even watch the movies and turn to you know uh, their their executives and say okay who do you want me to friends, vote for yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh boy 
Oh, yeah. Very political. Mm -hmm. Very, very political. And on that note, let me just give a little anecdote. I told Don this. One of the more fascinating uh, moments in this interview, and you kind of have to see it on video, because now Howard, and I love it, Howard um, posts the video of all of his big interviews on his app. I love that. Alec's face, Alec Baldwin's face, when discussing the Joker and Joaquin Phoenix so interesting um, because it started with him talking about Marvel movies, uh, Howard asking him his position on Marty Scorsese's, um, you know, kind of peeing on uh, Marvel movies. And uh, Alex, like, it's not my thing. I don't watch them. Um, it's just not my I don't not, I don't know if I agree with Marty, but uh, their comic book movies are my thing. And then he went off. He was asked about the Joker. He was I haven't seen it. They asked me to do a role. He goes, did you know this, Howard? I, they asked me to do a role. Todd Phillips, the director, and, and Todd wanted Alec to do something. And Alec goes, well, da-da-da-da, I don't know. And, and Todd Phillips looked at Alec and goes, no, um, I actually want you to do this. And Alec told his agent to politely say, well, no, no, thank you. I'm not going to do this. But he was talking about Joaquin Phoenix and his acting style. And he's like, you know, people lose weight, they gain weight, and they make these uh, these big physical transformations. And, and that's what gets their attention. He goes, but I would rather have a more nuanced performance like Adam Driver or uh, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Mm. And, and he, it was very clear, especially his face, it was very very clear that he is not a fan of the Joker and how uh, and how many vote and how many nominations he got, mm. and he is not a fan of Joaquin Phoenix. I that became very clear to me uh, in in that interview. So it was a good one. It's really fun good. to find out why. I know. I know. There's so many behind the scenes. You know, actors don't like other actors for reasons we'll never know. Maybe he heard things about him or has worked with him before and thinks he's a diva. Or I mean, maybe he's like me and just thinks that dude is weird. Yeah, and I like weird people, and he's too weird for me. He that sounds like a country in. song, doesn't it? You're too weird for me. <laughs> Don, you should write that. Uh, that'll be on my next album. <laughs> uh, do we have a half price deal, Don? Uh, yes, we do. Let's see here. This is a really great one. I think that a lot of people are going to enjoy. You're going to get to go to the half price deal today. Is Sea Life at Mall of America? It's general admission ticket package for four people at half price. So you're going to get four people in for the price of two. Um, and this is something that everybody can enjoy. Yeah, I I went there. Uh, I love it. I love the the tanks. They do a really good job. They redid it a couple years ago. So take advantage of this deal. More information on our website, 818. We're going to come back with Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert after this. I love carbs. Do you, Jason? I love bread. Yes. And you know what? I'm on the Livia program and I can actually have bread. You can? Yeah. It's just don't eat 12 English muffins. That's kind of the rule. Don't eat four pieces of bread for each meal. Don't eat entire Sara Lee semi-truck full of bread. (laughs) Right. And you can't expect to lose weight on a program like that. They have registered dietitians at Livia. They have uh, nutritionists. They look at your day and they go, what's coming up this week? And they will help me devise a plan because I can't do that on my own. No, and they can pinpoint challenge areas and help you with those challenge areas. Yes. So go to Livia.com or call 855-GO-LIVIA to join their eight-week challenge and get your first eight weeks free when you mention my talk or Dawn. And go in and you're going to feel so much better about yourself because you know what? You don't need to be miserable anymore, right? Can I wrap up this commercial like this? Yeah. I love Livia! (laughs) 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back to the show. It's getting ready to get classy up in here. Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, my friends. Okay, I do have some Meghan and Harry news to start with. Uh, let's talk about Prince Harry, seen in public yesterday for the first time since his big Megxit exit. Hmm. Um, oh, I guess it wouldn't be a Megxit exit. It'd be a Megxit announcement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's like when people say chai tea. Do you know what they're saying? Tea. No. Tea. Because chai <gasps> oh, means tea. That's me. Ha ha ha! Drop that bomb on you this morning. Oh, did you? That was very funny that you just made that. <laughs> <laughs> just never know what you can expect. You know, I don't want to keep things boring in our relationship. We got to spice it up a little bit. Okay. Oh, I love um, it. So the uh, the prince was heading to Buckingham Palace, and then um, was there for the draw for the Rugby League World Cup, and. Um, he just kind of was joking around and, and having a good time, but people were saying he looked tired as he was on his phone in the car on the way there. Um, so, but lots of speculation that that could be the first and possibly last public appearance. I don't think it's probably going to be the last. I'm sure they're going to work out some sort of part-time royal duty deal, but there you go. Oh, I was saying earlier, there's nothing worse than knowing someone's given their two weeks notice and then yeah. they're at a meeting. You're like, like what are you doing why here are you for? Even why? Here? Why are you even here? Lame duck. <laughs> right? right. Truth. Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry knew they would, quote, hit the nuclear button on their exit when Archie was born. So I bring this up only because it boosts my theory, which is that once Archie was born, uh, Harry had this sort of existential crisis where he realized he does not want his son to owe the press anything. Mm, okay. Um, that their focus shifted to doing what's right for their family once the baby was born. And um, the baby was born, Archie, on May 6th. And a palace source is telling People Magazine that by that month, they knew that it was going to be done. And, uh, of course, the rift developed between Prince Harry and William from that conversation where William warned Harry against things moving too fast with Meghan. Um, But this just proved to be too complex, the idea of them working together, that it wasn't possible. And when Meghan came around, she was interested in making changes, and he welcomed it. I see. Okay, so we can't blame everything on Megan is what you're saying. I just don't think so. No. I think we can blame it nope. on the baby. <laughs> blame yes, Archie. blame it on the baby. I That's think, fun. I mean, I honestly <laughs> think Harry did not want to adhere to any of the royal protocols, which said that he has to release certain information about his child at certain times to the public. He was ah. just like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, right. I remember right. there was a whole ordeal about how, I mean, Kate, she comes out. Like an hour after she gives birth, I know all done up, which and I think is gorgeous. like cruel and unusual punishment to make a mother do that. But you know, whatever. Yeah, I couldn't even stand for no, three days. <laughs> thank you. I was wearing giant mesh underwear. Right, giant. <laughs> it's just it's just unrealistic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the largest Not mesh underwear word. you've ever seen. I am right now. <laughs> oh, Kenny? Kenny's wearing those right now. Those giant mesh under—they are comfortable, mm. and there is a time when you have to let them go. But it, you know. Speaking <laughs> of having babies, um, Duchess Kate says Prince William does not want any more kids. Okay. That they're done. So with three, uh, because she thinks that he's done. She was at a. Um, at a royal engagement and like talking to little babies and someone said, are you going to have any more? She says, no. No. Well, I mean, you know, that's fine. They, they have enough, you know, three is great. Yeah. Three is great. Four is a lot. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. When people say they have four kids, they're like, whoa, that's a lot of like children. Steve Patterson. He has four children. I know. He can't believe it. He can't believe it. I know. He's can't, he can't even keep track of all of them. He'll tell you that. You have to get a special minivan. I know. You do. You definitely do. They're so sweet, though. They are Aww. sweet. You get those little babies. Um, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli wanted to give you a little update on their case. There's a couple court cases going on. Um, so there's a new set of court documents, and um, it's revealing that Lori and her husband rejected a legitimate approach that would have helped one of their daughters get into USC and instead chose to use their money to get her into college. Mm. So these are new court documents that have been released in the massive Operation Varsity Blues scandal. I do love the name of that. (laughs) Um, One of the documents appears to be an email that showed uh, Massimo joking with his wife about rebuffing a USC official who'd agreed to review the college entrance application of their oldest daughter, Bella. Hmm. Um, and so the conversation, um, it was there. He said the nicest I've been about blowing off somebody. So essentially they had a legitimate way. They had a, uh, an admissions person who was going to relook at her application, but they chose to. <gasps> oh, that's pay to so get bad. It gets even worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Just when he thought it couldn't. Yeah. I know. And that's all it part does. of prosecutors building their case saying they knew exactly what they were doing, where Lori and Massimo are going to say, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. We just thought right. this was normal. Here's an email they to knew. prove it. Yeah. Yep. Interesting what's, stuff. Uh, what's in your new episode of uh, Best to the Nest? Oh, gosh. We just recorded one, but this week's that's out is all about... Um, Turning your kids into expert decision makers. It's really oh. good. Yeah. Great. Find it wherever you find your podcast. You can get to it easy at mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after these words. You can have it all. Hey, we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything Babu Frick. Good. Remember, I go black. Black, black. I'm Jace. <laughs> I love Babu Frick. <laughs> that Babu, Babu is uh, one of the characters <laughs> in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, there! Babu Frick works on droids, Kenny, and they got to get some information out of C-3PO. But the only way to do it is to wipe his, <laughs> to wipe his memory. <laughs> and he's this little bitty creature. He's so tiny. He's so tiny. He's a little puppet. It's not CGI, and I love that JJ did it. A little puppet. His name's Babu Frick, and he's like, if I, it, well, he, this is what he says, yeah. Anything. Droid, remember, go black. Oh, black, black. <laughs> <laughs> so Droid, memory, go black. Black, black. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. I want, forget Baby Yoda, I want a little, I want t-shirts with Babu Frick on That's it. That's true. Yeah, uh, it is uh, eight thirty four. Now I was going to play some Oprah here, but I uh, stumbled across. I, I was looking at the trending topics on Twitter just to make sure Don and I weren't missing something exciting. And the one of the trend, the number one is it three? Number three? Yeah, number no number two trending topic this morning in Minneapolis. Hashtag seduce someone in four words. <laughs> Oh, let's move away. <laughs> I'm just saying because it's cold today. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> let's let's move away. Yeah, uh, I was reading some of them. Uh, ben Lieber, former football player. Ben wrote, "Please have my bacon." Oh, that's oh. great. Your palace or mine. This one. <laughs> Some woman wrote, I'll buy you food. 
<laughs> she, hey. She hungry. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at some now. Oh, I just thought of one, and it was because of what Don says. I'll start your car. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I'll pump your gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your account number, please. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm looking through this. It's a good. It's a good trending topic today. Doesn't Lori and Julia? Oh, they do the pickup lines things, where they do different types of pickup lines. Lori loves those. I just never. I've never participated in these. And I, like I said, I stumbled across this, and I thought, oh, okay, this is a. Oh, this is good. <laughs> this guy named Bill. He's a Buffalo Bills fan. His four seduce someone in four words. I've had my shots. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> my charts are clean. <laughs> oh, that's I've had my shots. Mm. That's that's a good one. Uh, let's go once more. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Uh, I have extra tacos. <laughs> right. I like the food ones for sure. I do too. I know. Sir, I do. I like. I like. Uh, uh, my grandfather founded IBM. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking at uh, those are about the only good ones. But yeah, I got. I got to think of a really good one later today. I'll participate for once. Uh, 837. By the way, speaking of our cheesy music in the background, if you missed a second chance romance, uh, first, you missed a doozy. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, you'll be able to hear it a little bit later today uh, on our podcast. Have we figured it out? Uh, are we, uh, have we figured out the, the problem? Are we back up to full speed with the uh, podcasting or is it another yeah, technical difficulty? No, today it's good. You know, it's a day by day thing. You know, we, <laughs> we just have to wait to see if we send them data. If we don't, then it doesn't exist. It's just, there's nothing you can do. So, Don, uh, Don could you rate uh, your level, uh, 1 through 10, your level <laughs> of emotional involvement in this? Oh, you know what? I was at, at about a 7 a couple of weeks ago, but now I'm like at a 2. Because at some point <laughs> See, you just you go, well, it. whatever. It, you know, yeah, I you know that the people it. that work on it, it's not their fault. It's no one's fault. No. They they're trying as hard as they can. So I hate to be so Pollyanna about but, it, but it's they're doing whatever they can. They are. And they're life is people. so much easier when you only give a crap at the two level. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you can listen to Second Chance Romance right now. I already have that uh up. Look at you. Posted. Oprah and Oprah and Gail do this thing called the OG Chronicles where they read uh questions and they give life advice, which it's such a simple premise, but because it's those two and they're lifelong friends and they crack me up. So they did a Valentine's Day edition and here's one of my favorite exchanges. And hey, you may learn something from their piece of advice. Uh, listen to this. It's the greatest feeling there is, I think. Oprah and I are answering all of your questions about love and relationships. So let's see what you got. Like we know everything. We kind of do. <laughs> I don't think so. Have a, how should I put this? Friends with benefits. We've been involved for about five months now, and we've never talked about Valentine's Day. I know most women care about the holiday, even though I don't. Right? Should I do something, or will 
she take that to mean I want more than what we have? Well, if it's just a friend with benefits. I say no. I say no. I say no. Especially I say, if both of you know that this is just a friends with benefits situation, I say you don't have to do anything. When you do more, she's going to then expect yeah. more. Yeah. Believe me. Right. That's the way it works. <laughs> then it's going to be, how come you didn't remember my birthday? My birthday. Christmas is coming. Oh, God, this Easter, I expected a little bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I've only. Where's my bunny? Oh, have you. Uh, this is a personal question. You don't have to answer this. Have you ever had a friend with benefits? Uh, well, I didn't get married till I was 30, so. Uh, his wife was his friend with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, McLean, uh, is that too personal of a no, question? No, it's not too personal. No, I haven't. Okay. I, I've, yeah. I just uh, didn't ever find somebody to do that, I guess. I wasn't really looking for it, though. I tended to be a relationship person. It yeah. always ended up in more drama than what you initially were hoping. That's yes. what I've seen, and yeah. I think yes. that's why I avoid it, because it's never just that. Yeah. Someone always thinks it's something else. Yeah. Yes. And it really yes. gave me incentive just to settle down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had one in college, um, and I, I, I revealed this to Colin at, at Disney World, and he was shocked because um, he I, I, he he's like I just wanted to go get a crepe, and now I'm hearing <laughs> stories no, about was, some old lover. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was because um, a, a gold star. We were, we joke that he's a gold star gay, which yeah. means he's never been with a woman at all. Um, you know, at he's headquarters, actually platinum, isn't he? Yeah, yeah because he he was a C-section. Yes, so so he's never he's never. So at headquarters, wait, 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 this is all new to me. Explain this. This is yeah. awesome. If you've, <laughs> never, if you've never been with a woman yeah. and you've never seen any female um, uh, parts, you're a platinum gay. And at headquarters in Sioux City, Iowa, you get a little plaque and, and you get, you know, so you've Colin, never gone through oh the birth my canal. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. But if you've so seen what are you then? Because you dated a, a woman, yeah, right? He's not a gold oh, star. Oh no, I I can't medal. I can't medal at all because <laughs> he's I. He's not even a bronze. No, no. You, you just had a lovely parting gift. I yeah. I I, I get a blender. Yeah. I, uh, it's a road pal. That's right. I I don't even get in the newsletter. Uh, the by the bi monthly newsletter. But uh, oh, that's funny. Wow. But yeah, and he. He he's always surprised when and because he was like, well, how many women did you date or that you you know kissed or whatever? And I and I said the number and or you know messed around with and I said the number and I thought he was going to collapse. And I'm like, well, I thought I've told you that before. I'm like, I was a ladies' man um, <laughs> until I wasn't. But that didn't <laughs> that didn't change the dynamic of your relationship, did it? With Colin? Yeah, when you told him. No. Oh, my goodness. No, no. We're we're way past that. (laughs) Beyond that. But no. um, Yeah, I I had, I dated, uh, I dated women for for a while. Yeah, I did know that. But uh, this whole platinum gold star thing (laughs) Yeah, just the funniest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, he's (laughs) platinum. He's a platinum gay. Yeah.
And and if you you know if you happen to seen a private part, then you're probably but you never have done anything sexual. Then you're gold plated. You're a gold. You're gold star gay. Um, you know, silver is maybe if you've maybe touched a boob or something, and that's about it. <laughs> Well, I, I know gay gay dudes that hang out with women, and the women have no qualms about taking off their clothes around them. Um, so oh, I, yeah. I, I guess that would make you uh, gold gold status. Gold yeah. Star. Gold yeah, star status. I'll, I'll have to check with the manual, but it's. Uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, I'll check. Yeah. It is 843. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. 849. Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything platinum. I'm Jace with Dawn and Kenny and Rob. <laughs> I love when I can surprise Kenny. That's always. It's always a good thing. <laughs> Let me surprise you. Yeah. Ethel Merman's birthday today. Really? There's no business like show business. She was great in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. She owned that movie. She was a star of that movie. So good. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Everything about it is appealing. <laughs> Everything that traffic will allow. Could you get that happy feeling when you are stealing that extra ball? There's no people like show people. They smile when they are long. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. The night you open, and there you are. Next day on your dressing room, they hung a star. Let's go on with the show. Nice. Look at that You voice. had that Listen. ready. Awesome. Oh, yeah. All his sound uh, clips. I, um, I, I would guess if you called Ethel ma'am or a lady, she would say, I'm no lady. I'm a broad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. True. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a br- Yeah, really cool. She's a broad. I love that. Like B. Arthur. The yep. real B. Arthur. Not, not, not our... Not ours. She never re- she never called back. I hope she's made it okay and she's not frozen over the skies of Minneapolis on a broom with the windshield oh, being so. Yeah. Can you imagine that big green nose falling off because it was frostbit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, B. You know, B-B. I, I had a New Year's resolution and I, I, I start I have to start it over every single day. My New Year's resolution was just to be nice. To be just for one day in 2020. Just one day? And it still hasn't happened. I'm going to start all over. Well, I can't. I guess I've already yeah, been no. mean to her today. Yeah, so, so I'll have to ahead. start over tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. I get it. I try to. I, I'll i call her and I'll be like, okay, B, I'm going to have a, this is going to be a positive phone call. <laughs> yeah. And then she'll say something that triggers me. And, then, <laughs> and you're like, yes. now damn it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I tried to be nice. And then, oh, you just set me up for a, for a comment. And now I have to make fun of you. You just, you make it, you make it too, too easy. Uh, tomorrow's going to be fun up in hers. Uh, we have another uh, mystery date Friday. Who's going to knock at our door uh, like three's company. And we're going and hang out at the Regal Beagle. We'll tell you tomorrow. Nice. Plus, it's yeah. Plus, it's forced movie review Friday. Um, I received a mysterious letter in the mail from one Angel Turo, um, <laughs> who has assigned me the Sylvester Stallone Brigitte Nielsen classic Cobra. Um, so I'll be reviewing that. And uh, so yeah, it's going to be a scrum dillyicious Friday up in here. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good Angel show. Angel Turo. 
on Hill, Alexis's yeah. husband, he actually helped me uh, get MC's Christmas present. He worked hunting down all kinds of things that I, all these toys that I wanted to buy for MC. It oh, was amazing. Seriously? Yeah, he. I'm like, I can only spend this much, and he did an amazing job. It was all within my budget, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, he would text me, you know, every week, going, "I found this one for this much," and I'm like, "Oh, it's it's actually I can tell you what it is because it's not Christmas anymore. He already got him, <laughs> but he collects um, a certain pop, those pop figures, yeah, uh, from Scott Pilgrim, and so some of them are pretty rare. On Hill found all of them for me at a ridic- at ridiculous prices. That oh, were just nice. amazing. I'm like, I can't believe you found that for just that much. Oh, that's he's the best. They know they know what they're doing uh, with with their with their toy business. Yeah. So on hell, you're the best. Uh, do we have Steve or Donna or Donna or Steve or any combination of the two? She sent me in again. Oh wow! I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> I don't know um, what's going on, Jason. I, I don't. No, why Is she, she won't come? I don't. Maybe she gets tired of just sitting in here and she doesn't say anything. Well, if she could come up with something fun to say, we wow. give her, you know, carve out a little space. Man, man, but you know, hold on, I'm calling her on my phone here. Oh, hold good, on. good. Yeah. <laughs> give her a call. Yeah, she always, she always sends me in here. Do you think she misses that little creep, Ryan? Oh, no, you know, probably in some weird, in in, in a weird way, Kenny. I think that she does. She's now, I on a very she, exotic vacation she never to Florida. Calls. She, she never, never. No, like I have accidentally Facetimed her. Hi, hi, Donna. You're on the you're on the radio right now. Um, now you're just on my cell phone, so everyone else can't hear you. But I just want to know: Do you not love us anymore? Is that why you're sending a Skippy in here? Oh uh, no, it's just because Steve gets here a little later, and uh, I want. To put him to work. Oh, oh this is the real answer. Oh, okay. this makes sense. Well, she can't I, hear us, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that we had to call you on the phone to get the real answer. Yes. Well, and the other thing is, Steve gets mad when I go in there when he goes in there. So no, this is not true. I, I it's all Steve's fault. Okay. Well, go back and work on your show. I just wanted to make sure you still loved us. I love you guys more than ever. Okay, bye, sweetheart. Okay, there's. It's all your fault, <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Did learned. you see what just happened there? I mean, yeah. the th- what I don't like is when Donna says, "Steve, will you go in there? Please, will you go in there?" And then I go in and I turn around and she's there too. And I'm like, "What? I thought I thought I do. What's going on? Why do I <laughs> just walk in with me?" By the way, she not, did not mention that the grid was full at 6:45 a.m. this morning, like it generally always is. But you know, I digress. All right, I, I, I mean, you know, digress. Tomato, oh, tomato, no. tomato, tomato. Yeah. You guys are like uh, the Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren up in here. That's right. That's exactly oh right. Uh, by the way, we start the, uh, the Donna and Steve show today. Ryan is out day two. It's friggin' awesome when he's not here. <laughs> I know we love him and we miss him. Um, but I I have a beef with, with Minnesota at large. Oh. And how we think we're fake good at winter, but we really suck at it. So um, I love it. get into that. Yeah. That's today coming up. Well, next. Right now, though, that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. Whether you're platinum or gold or even a bronze medal today, you be you. We'll talk to you tomorrow for Mystery Mystery Date Friday. Bye.